This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. September, September. And we're going to be talking about how Nehau reacts to the Parliament Fire Report. And you will remember that fire in Parliament in 2022. Uh, and we're already sort of, what, is it 20 months into that particular phase? Stembi September uh, is, of course, with Nehau and five officials. Five officials been implicated in that particular series of failures that preceded the fire that engulfed Parliament in 2022. You will remember those shocking, shocking, uh, you know, pictures that we had uh, last year of what was coming from Parliament. The findings of the report on the investigation, of course, into the blaze were made public Wednesday. Uh, That was last week. And according to the Parliamentary Secretary, Kolile George, the fire at the precinct could have been prevented. The other words, of course, avoided and or at least then limited are the other words to be used in that particular report. Parliament's Secretary Kolila George saying that, of course, could have been prevented and avoided, but or at least limited then. The report attributes the fire to a range of system failures, three amongst others, the recruitment and appointment processes, strategic positions, procurement processes, safety, system safety, maintenance and and failures, and then, of course, non-compliance with HR issues and all of those particular issues as well. But, of course, let me bring Stembi Sotemba into the conversation um, and and engage. Stembi so welcome to Power 98.7. How are you, man? I'm fine. Good evening, uh, Denzel, and to the multitudes of uh, Power FM listeners at home. Thank and, you so much for having me. And there are multitudes, Chief. There are multitudes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Stem so, um Well, the report is, and 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 I'm and I'm and I want to clarify uh, what what I mean by the report is now in essence available, but but in essence it is a statement which talks to the report. And in essence, also the entire report is is not available because it in 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 instances they want to 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 have security you know uh, detail not 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 exposed to the nature that they want to expose it. They also uh, busy with other processes where uh, I think uh, you know the Department of Public Works is concerned and where the South African Police Services are concerned and also there's potential you know legal action more so than the one already happening with Zandile Mete. Uh, so so there are already instances where you know things are beginning to happen. So in essence, also when we got you know detail around the report. We 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 got a, a summary of some of the issues. Are you are you concerned that the entire report and and you know was was not made available to to the detail maybe and to the extent maybe to which you know a lot of other people would have wanted the detail to to be to be made available. Yes, there's a lot of acknowledgement. Yes, there's a not, lot of you know, talk about what will be done and how it will be done and where they will engage and what processes are already happening. But are you happy that the report has emerged in essence, firstly, in the way it has emerged? Or did you or are you one of those who wanted far more detail available in that particular report? 
Yes, then they would have preferred uh, far more details, but we also understand the reason behind not issuing the entire report yeah. at this stage because um, we understand that having they had been charged, all those five people having they had been charged yeah. and suspended. So we believe that as soon as they are charged and be suspended, then the report will be made available because the names will be known. Uh, it will be in the public. Sure. Uh, we want the report to be made public as soon as those particular individuals are charged and they are suspended. Uh, our, our concern at the moment is the delay in the charging of those particular individuals. We don't mm-hmm. know when they will be charged, but we'll definitely push to ensure that uh, the process is finalized as soon as possible. Do you... Because in as much mm-hmm. as we don't know the names yet, but we understand that it could be senior people. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you don't have to wait waste a lot of time without taking any action. Sure. Are you comfortable, though, in the knowledge that, that the report in its entirety will be made available in, you know, where, where, where some of those particular issues are, re, are regarded? In, in instances, for example, when, when they talk about the report, they, they, they talk about aspects where there is a, ref, uh, a referral to what the SAPS needs to go and do around their space. And maybe there are even places there where the SAPS would deal with particular people who have maybe transgress certain certain issues in that particular space. There's also the issue of public works and the department where that's concerned, where they, in essence, also, and those particular details and numbers and people and individuals have not necessarily been made available. And maybe for, you know, security reasons, and maybe also then for the department to go and deal with those transgressions in their own places. So in essence, are you comfortable that in the broader space, we will ultimately then see a complete report in front of us that deals with all of these particular aspects, irrespective of whether we have particular security, you know, uh, 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 issues at hand at the moment, and those individuals have not been been charged, but, but you know, in, in essence identified within the report so that they can account and that they do then account uh, for, 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 you know, what happened. But are you comfortable that in essence going down the road, uh, every indication is is that we will see the entirety of the report? Yes, we are comfortable and uh, we believe that the report will be made available and it should be made available because the issue of the bending of parliament um, was a national disaster. It touched the entire South African population, the yeah. public, the continent and the world as well because it was unprecedented. Mm. So we believe that at the right time, the report should be made available. Mm. The South African public needs to know what happened on the day in full details. Mm. And um, as we speak now, there is a construction work that is taking place in Parliament yeah. uh, to renew what was banned, something that should not have happened. Mm. And that man that is being used there uh, to the tune of $1.4 billion, Mm. is coming from the public past. Mm. Therefore, the South African public has a right to know what happened on the day which mm. resulted to this particular disaster. Sure. Uh, but with regard to the five people that uh, that are employees of parliament, we don't think that we should wait for, for other reports as well. Mm. Those ones should be processed as soon as possible. Then if there are issues within the SAPS, as the Secretary to Parliament alluded to, and the other related matters that might be referred to the National Prosecuting Authority, 
is fine. That will take its course. But with regard to the five employees mm. of parliament, mm. we don't think that we should delay because our view is that they were the enablers. They, they enabled the situation to occur mm. in parliament through their decision to withdraw the protection services of parliament, something that has never happened mm. throughout the history of parliament. Stimpy, so let me ask you from a union perspective, and I'll work and I'll work backwards. Uh, the National Education, Health, and Allied Workers Union, now, of course, uh, was part of 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 one of the unions, and I think maybe could be the only union, but I do know that uh, Nehau ultimately went and, and, and gave evidence in, in respect to, you know, the, the, the processes that, that lead up to, to, to this particular, uh, you know, uh, pl- point where we are now. And in essence, also, uh, you and whistleblowers would have, ra- would have raised issues way and far beyond the issues of the primary aspect of this report, which was the fire, you would have also then gone and raised employment issues, personal issues, non-compliance issues with HR policies, and, and various other issues as a union where non-compliance in various aspects were, 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 were evident. And, and of course, you know, though, those become very, very important, those kind of conversations, uh, other than the fire and who was where on the particular day, those kind of conversations are really sometimes the more important conversations because ultimately you would have beforehand already engaged in conversations as a union with parliament that its functions, that its policies, that its HR, you know, instruments were not working in 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 relation to employing the right people, you know, getting people with the right grade into the right positions and all of those particular aspects. Do you want... Let's start with the before I ask you what was the the essence of your 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 deliverance when you when you went and gave evidence but you know are are you in essence in a place where you know you you kind of like you can look back and say we did our part we pointed these things out to parliament we pointed out that these things were not happening that there were discrepancies and the hiring and firing and appointing of people were not working with people in these various responsible positions and that we pointed them out and and yeah look at us now we we we're, we're proven right are you are you you know are you at least comfortable that you did your part when when you were a union and as a union you know who is at Parliament also representing various interests there, that you did your part in indicating these failures that ultimately would have led to individuals and individuals who then would have failed in their responsibilities? Yes, Tenzel, we are compatible. We believe that uh, we did everything in our part Mm. to point out those discrepancies and those particular loopholes. Mm. As way back as in in 2018, Mm. We raised the issues of non-compliance, for instance, with the Occupational um, Health and Safety Act to mm. say Parliament was not in compliance with that particular act. And we mm. said it was um, embarrassing that uh, the institution that is passing laws mm. is failing to comply with the laws that it passes in Parliament. Mm. Uh, we raised those particular issues. We also raised the issue of, um, uh, of uh, discrepancies in the salaries of the employees of the production services. Mm. Uh, we know we have got uh, uh, the, the 
protection services that has been working in Parliament before uh, 2015, mm. already beginning. Uh, then we've got those that were hired in 2015, the chamber support officers that mm. are mainly dealing with issues inside the chamber if there are disturbances mm. by members and etc. Mm. But their salaries, there is a huge difference between their salaries. And we raise these issues to say this as well, uh, you know, is a, is, a, is a source of danger. It can mm. cause problems because the workers themselves in the protection services are divided. And those divisions were caused by management mm. uh, of parliament. We have also raised issues because other issues were being pointed out by the she unit, mm. which is safe and healthy unit of parliament, which is responsible for, for to look for those particular issues that may endanger the lives of the workers and the, the, the members of parliament, mm. or even members of the public that comes to visit parliament. They found out, for instance, way back that... Uh, the sprinklers in Parliament, uh, in the National Assembly, were not working. Mm. The issues of fire dictators were not working. We've been from, pointing out... From, from as far back as 2017? Mm. Yes, 2018. Mm. 2018, we've been pointing out to say these issues are causing problems. But the issue of the discrepancies in the salaries of the protection services, we pointed out as early as 2015, when they hired a group of employees, uh, who are members, by the way, Mm. Uh, to come and de- deal with the, the issues in the chamber. But we've been saying these workers are doing almost the same work. So why don't you pay them the same salary? Because other ones are disgruntled. The ones that are paid less are disgruntled. Mm. And it's causing divisions amongst our members. We raised those issues in 2015. But no one cared to listen. Uh, now, mm. when the issue of parliament, then we also raised the issues to say uh, the reason parliament bent is because Parliament management in the institutional support services division, they took a decision to withdraw the the protection services that were guarding Parliament inside, while the police will be outside, will be will be at the at the entrances. Then the protection services will be inside, monitoring the the cameras there, but also not only sitting down, also walking about to mm. check if everything was fine. Or not, and mm. we also pointed out that um, way back in 2013 there was fire as well, which was extinguished by the same protection um, officers that were now being withdrawn. In mm. 2021, there was another fire uh, in the old assembly, which was extinguished by the same protection officers that were being withdrawn. We said this is a danger because Parliament is a national key point. You mm. can't have that situation. So I hope that at this stage the report came out the way we had pointed out to say these are the issues uh, that should not have been uh, done in Parliament. These are decisions that should not have been taken. Mm. So when they, we submitted the report, sure. not only on the issue of fire, but also on the other issues, as you recall, uh, Denzel, mm. the Secretary of Parliament also pointed out on a number of issues also involving the issues of, uh, uh, of irregular activities in the in the recruitment and selection mm. process of parliament. Mm. Uh, they were interfering with the scores of people, mm. uh, which resulted in people that deserve to be employed by parliament not being employed because their scores mm. were reduced. Yeah. Uh, there are issues also in the legislative sector support. Mm. So we are happy that those issues uh, came out uh, the way we have raised them. Uh, ours is to see an action being taken and the suspension and charging of those people so that they can be removed from parliament. Mm. So, and we stand ready also to give evidence 
as well should we be needed to to support the process of uh, of of uh, noticeable action by mm. parliament to those particular employees. Stimbiso, is what you've just been talking about also the submission that you then made when you gave evidence uh, in 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 this particular regard? Is 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 what you've been talking to also the kind of the evidence that you would have would have then given? Yes, we we gave that evidence sure. uh, in black and white in in many instances as well, mm. uh, and also there are many employees that went there. Either some of them, we accompanied them, like the ones from the protection services, but there are those that went there individually mm. uh, to give evidence as well. Sure. Uh, I, yeah, parliament employees. Do do you of of the five that are that are implicated? Those 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 five that that in essence that you know is is referred to um, action potentially being taken against them. Do you think that the the six Officials implicated in the administrative part are part of that. Three implicated, where, for example, you talk about you know alter, altering uh, you know the scores of of people who were interviewed. There were three three implicated there of those six. One you know engaged in you know renewal of fixed term contracts and and a transgression there. Three then you know in in various separate cases failed to meet where the, where people were you know uh, were failed to meet minimum requirements of, of, of that particular space where we talk about recruitment appo- appointments, strategic positions, procurement processes. Do you, do you think that, you know, these people that you were talking about here are included in the, in the number whereby we are given and that says five people need an ultimate to answer for and could potentially be charged, you know? Or do you think that in addition to those numbers, because we don't yet know who the five are, what positions they hold, and, and, and kind of, you know, the roles they played, but, but in essence to what me and you are talking about now, do you think that within those five, these individuals are, are, are included in that? Or do you think that at the end of the day, the number needs to grow to include all of these other individuals that would have transgressed in other aspects of of Parliament as well. Be it recruitment, appointment, and processes, the strate- you know strategic positions and procurement positions, where where sometimes you know three people were implicated to you know in alteration of scores, and that's what the report in 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 essence finds. But do you think that? These are part of the five, or do you think that the number, in essence, is 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 going to grow, and that Parliament, in 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 its you know in its extensive work, will then deal with these particular six individuals separately? No, the number uh, is is more than five. The five is only for for the fire that ban Parliament. Mm. For the altering of scores, we are talking about six. Mm. Yes, yes. That's uh, why I say six six individuals who are who are also engaged in various various uh, you know uh, other other transgressions yeah. as well. Yes, that number as well. We expect that number to grow because in the course of um, of the process of investigation or the truth finding, mm. there could be a lot of things that will come out in the process. Mm. Uh, but I think that five, that six. Uh, you are involved in the in the in the in the tempering with the recruitment process mm. are going to help us to find the truth and get other people that might have been involved. But the number, the overall number, all in all, we are talking about close to seventeen or eighteen mm. of employees of Parliament that are involved in various transgressions, from fire to tempering with scores mm. and other, you know, uh, conduct that that is 
uh, that is not in line with the policies of parliament. Sure. So we're talking about big number, which can still grow uh, in the process and in the course of investigation. Sure. And we hope that parliament is going to take an action which will ensure that finally it cleanses itself and ensure that we are able to move forward with the processes of serving the public of South Africa. Sure. Stimbi Sotembe, uh, I'm going to come back to you after the break. We need to take a break. Uh, I'll come back to you after the break, and then, of course, we'll begin to also conclude the conversation on the other side. You're listening to Power 98.7, Power Perspective, of course. Uh, Stimbi Sotembe is from Nehau, and we're talking about uh, the fire that broke out uh, at Parliament and you know, massive, massive damage, and the role then that the union played gave evidence, also pointed these things out, uh, uh, in essence, two, three years ago. And there was also a report from the BDO, uh, um, which, of course, was, I think, a, the auditors, uh, a separate auditing company, which then also, um, uh, two years ago, um, handed out a report that particularly made damning findings. And uh, it was given to the department in August of 2020 and uh, seemingly ignored. So in as much as the Nehau, you know, instances were ignored, also a report by BDO, which are auditors, uh, and that report a year ago given to the department in 2020, um, you know, not taken consideration of. And we find ourselves in the situation, of course, where the National Assembly burnt down and so many other offices. And, of course, an amount of 1.4 billion rand, which will come from you, me and other people, you know, who, of course, uh, will pay for for this particular, you know, um, uh, event that took place at Parliament. It's time. Let's take a break and Stimbi Sotemba will join me next then. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who has the best of Aljolian and GWMP series deal of them all? The Hatfield Motor Group, of course. Save up to 44,000 rand on the Haval Jolian and up to 80,000 rand on the GWMP series buckies. There is no better deal. And they'll beat any written quote. Go to thehatfieldgroup.co.za and see for yourself. Thanks, Mirror on the Wall. One more question. Do these pants make me look fat? Um, well... Hatfieldgroup.co.za Rated number one in service. Power Drive with Tabi Sokotani. We've just uh, got wind of the news that around 543 miners are currently being held hostage in Springs and allegedly by representatives of the Trade Union Association of Mine Workers and Construction Union, that is AMKU, Jeffrey Mpathele. Is it true? This is what we heard also. I'm here at the mine right now. We're negotiating with this management to allow us to go underground and speak to those members and see for ourselves those facts. For now, we cannot verify that uh, information, whether it's true or not true, because we have no link with the people underground. So until we get there, we will all be able to tell you what is happening. Power Drive, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. on Power 98.7. Power Perspective with Denzel Taylor. Half past 11 o'clock, my guest is Stimbi Sotemba, of course, from Nehau, uh, branch chairperson. And we're talking about that fire that broke out and the five officials that have been implicated in a series of failures that preceded that fire that engulfed Parliament in 2022. Stimbi Sotemba is my guest, and I bring him back into the conversation. Stimbi, so the... You know, the fact that you would raise various issues with Parliament as an institution, uh, you know, around labor issues and recruitment, you know, processes and strategic positions that, that you know, that, that needed to be spoken about, the procurement policies, and, and, and the, the proceeding as though nothing was happening, 
uh, and nobody was making these these you know these these complaints to them. Um, as as a union, where do you find yourself in the parliamentary space? How much of a voice then do you find that you actually have? Because in essence, you would have raised the issues from a from a non-compliance with HR policies. Uh, you would have brought that up. You would have also brought up the issue of protection services and offices, uh, you know, being withdrawn. So you'd have raised that, you know, as an early warning sign as well. And so, you know, Parliament proceeding as though nothing had actually had happened, and 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 now, of course, one one does have transparency to an extent that we have a summary of the report. And transparency and accountability seems to be, you know, the issue of the day. But, but in essence, after the fact, after so many years of of deliberance and and made aware, as 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 Nehau and 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 uh, you know your your presence on on Parliament, you know how, how do you how do you engage further and going ahead, ensuring that you actually do have a voice and that people actually do listen to you. And, you know, when, when some of the issues that you raise are not just, you know, um, looked at and maybe, you know, you know, smeared upon and said, oh, yeah, you know, you're the union, you're supposed to raise these issues, but actually dealt with. How do you, how do you strengthen your voice going forward after, after this, where, in essence, Parliament proceeded as though, you know, nothing had happened when you, when you, when you did raise the issues? Yes, Denzel, uh, it's depressing, um, to say the least. It's depressing, but uh, it is our responsibility as a union to raise these issues and to represent the workers. Um, with the arrival of the Secretary to Parliament, Mr. George, mm. uh, as, as we've been calling for his, um, you know, for his confirm, mm. confirmment as the Secretary to Parliament, we believe that uh, he's going to change this particular trajectory because mm. with the previous management, uh, our relationship was strained because we're telling them things that they're not prepared to hear. Mm. They did not listen. They were not interested, uh, no matter how we raised these particular issues, to such an extent that we ended up uh, not attending, you know, the the monthly meetings that we're supposed to have with management because we realized it was pointless to attend those meetings. So we believe that uh, with this particular report, Parliament will take an action that will confirm also the status and the position of the union as an important stakeholder in parliament that we must never be ignored in future when we raise these issues because we have no other interest in raising these issues except to help parliament uh, to 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 do things correctly mm. uh, because parliament is does not belong to the individual it belongs to the to the public to the south african public it belongs to the nation is one of the important arms of the state. So we believe that an action that will be taken will send that clear message to say no one should ever be ignored, in particular the union. Mm. When you raise these issues, we must be taken serious because if we're ignored, mm. it might lead to even serious uh, you know, um, incidences that will take place because the issue of fire that in Parliament was huge. Mm. Uh, was huge. It was catastrophic. Uh, but we believe that going forward, an action that will be taken will send that clear message to say any voice must be listened to and must be must be must be addressed. Whatever issues that are raised must be addressed by Parliament uh, because it, we are raising these issues with no other interest other than to help Parliament administration to function better and to deliver 
on the promises that Parliament made to the South African public. So it is depressing, but we are also happy that uh, it has come to this level where the report is issued. Mm. Uh, but we'll be happy as soon as the action is taken against those particular countries, which will send a strong message to the to the future management, to the current and future management of Parliament, mm. that no one should ever be ignored. Stimpy, so what's your footprint on 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 Parliament? Of you know, we've we've seen the union engage previously, you know, and how the union has engaged with Parliament and on Parliament. Um, you know, is it is it is it a union friendly place where, amongst others, and and apart from Nehau, you know, there are other unions which are engaging and engaging competitively. Also, uh, you know, uh, and and your presence and your presence particularly there. You know what? What and how big is 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 the is the, is your footprint? Yes, you know when when you do begin to talk about important issues, for example, that could have prevented and and in 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 essence, the report says could have been avoided and prevented, or at least then limited to to certain aspects of it. When when you do have a voice that talks to some of those issues, what what kind of footprint do you have? How how big a footprint do you have in that parliamentary space? No, we are huge. Uh, we are huge, uh, Denzel. Mm. We are the only, you know, uh, in Parliament in the House. Mm. And uh, out of um, 1,300 employees, we have close to 1,000 um, employees there. So it's a big, you know, mm. it's a big voice. Mm. Uh, we also do have uh, members in the, in the, from the management team of Parliament. Other managers are members of the union. Mm. Uh, but the majority of, of ordinary employees are members of our union. So we are huge. We are the only union. Uh, so we should be respected more than they do at the moment. Mm. Uh, so our, our footprint is huge. What needs to be done, what needs to be done, Stimbiso, to, 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 to reach what you're talking about and saying we need to be respected? If you've got over a thousand members of 1,300, that's a massive component of, of membership, you know, at one institution. What then needs to be done, you know, to, 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 to enhance that particular voice that you have or to create apart from, apart from, you know, the, 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 the formal appointment of you know the role that you say you know needs to now be formalized um what what other aspect needs to be needs to be done so that the the, the space of of unionism becomes something that maybe comes more comfortable becomes more comfortable at parliament we, we need firstly to when we recruit uh, people to occupy a management position we need to recruit professionals not on the basis of friendship uh, not on the basis of uh, nepotism, uh, not on the basis of um, our relationship, whether it's family relationship or what. We need to recruit uh, professionals on the basis of their skills, capacity, and capability. Uh, we also need to recruit people that will not be arrogant, people that will respect and understand the responsibilities of parliament. We need to get people that will understand the role of parliament, uh, people who are not going to view the union as an enemy, but as a partner in addressing challenges that are there. Mm. And I think that is going to assist us. We need to recruit professionals because in the current management team, and we raised it with the Secretary to Parliament when he first came uh, to have a meeting with the staff, all staff, mm. in the presence of everyone, we told him to say, in this management that we work with, you don't have management. 
they are there as warm bodies, but in terms of capacity and capability, mm. we don't think that we'll be able to ensure that you push and, and sustain the vision of parliament. You need to mm. get people that are going to assist you. We said that in the meeting, because the people that we have at the moment, we don't think they have what it takes uh, to take us to that particular level. There are, there are few who are capable, uh, who are skillful, who have experience, but the majority of, of, of them, they don't have what it takes. We raise mm. those issues. So Parliament needs to go back to ensure that uh, looking at the responsibilities that Parliament has to the South African public, they also get the staff complement that, are, that is going to assist them to achieve that particular vision and to deliver on the promises. So I think we need to go back to the recruitment process to ensure that we get the right people uh, to the right position and ensure that mm. people should not be selfish and be arrogant to think that when they're employed there, it's about them, it's their terrain. They must know that they're mere servants of the people. Mm. I think they will be able to listen if we get that kind of a staff compliment in the management position. Stimbisa, I want to get to that place where, where we talk about, you know, where, pe- where people be- begin to think that, you know, the establishment belongs to them and that they are are not somebody fulfilling a particular role. So, so Parliament and and the report, the damning report, and and the findings of of various things that you know happened here, and and your engagement with Parliament then on this particular issue, and and sad as it may be, you know uh, the kind of you know kind of um, 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 warnings that would have would have been there, uh, and 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 in. And in instance, I think that, you know, the South African police in a report as far back as 2004 would have flagged, for example, some of the issues around the fence and the other issues. So so Parliament having an understanding already since 2004 and maybe even beyond that of what, you know, its security establishment were. But there's Parliament and massive failures around all sorts of things non-compliance with the hr issues and 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 parliamentary processes and procurement policies and all of that particular nature but but parliament is but one institution that where where we see the sort of formalities around parliament other governmental buildings for example the union building would would in essence engage more or less the same the came the same more or less security environment the same security establishment the same sort of security you know individuals would be involved either from you know uh, the the presidential protection unit and or the police and or you know other other security establishments just like parliament would have been would have been engaged with are you not concerned as as nehau that as much as we speak as from from a parliamentary perspective, that the same kind of breaches would have then been in place and maybe jacked up now as as a warning because of what can happen when you when you don't you know uh, when you don't do what you're supposed to do. That other institutions that are also you know very very supposedly need to be protective would have found themselves in the same in the same boat because of the same mannerisms. And the same sort of things that would have happened at Parliament and decisions made at Parliament would have been made at other institutions. And I, and and the other institution I immediately think about is the union buildings, for example. Yes. <clears throat> no, we, we, we believe that um, we have the same concern. But we also believe that perhaps what happened in Parliament should serve as a lesson 
to other arms of the state, to other government uh, departments, to ensure that they are, they are well protected. Because mm. what happened here is a, it was embarrassment. Uh, I have never heard of a situation where a parliament is 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 bent hmm. by an intruder. Uh, even when there is a coup, hmm. uh, you know the first target is parliament. Hmm. Unauthorized, Stembiso, unauthorized access for a long time, unrestricted yes. movement, that's what the yes. report says, for a long time, an yes. extended period over which he could engage that particular building, you know, at, at, at his will. Mm. Yes. Yes, so it's embarrassing, but we only hope that um, other government departments, other arms of the state, like the union building, the, the, the executive, the presidents as well, Mm. They have taken stock of what happened, and mm. they, will, they will be able to check up mm. their their protection services, their security, to ensure that it's well protected. And we hope that from now going, going, going forward, as for Parliament, as we reconstruct, as we rebuild, as we renew, mm. we'll also take into consideration in improving our, our security mm. to ensure that we don't suffer the same fate. Uh, but as I said earlier on, uh, some of the things lies with the recruitment because mm-hmm. uh, Parliament uh, Protection Services for a long time has been reporting to the to the facility manager who knows nothing about issues of uh, of security and mm-hmm. protection services. Uh, so, so that was a problem, and we raised an issue to say the protection services should report uh, to the secretary, to Parliament, or to directly to the presiding officer. Uh, to ensure that there are no gaps. Because if they report to someone uh, who knows nothing, because it's a specialized area, then it creates problems like this. Mm. So, But as for other government uh, departments, as for other arms of the state, uh, we hope that they have learned their lesson so we don't expect them to suffer the same fate. Because I'm sure by now they will have improved mm. their, their security. They would have picked, up, the, they would have picked the, up on the lessons. Yes, yes. Stimby, so let me ask you... Uh, a question that that's that deviates a little bit from 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 you know the fire and all of that um political will and and in essence you know sometimes uh, you know you cannot you cannot disengage the the politics from some of the decisions made and and the people who occupy positions and the responsibilities then ultimately do that 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 you know sometimes you know people do have political will to engage and change and make these differences and then to also understand the importance of of you know uh, some of these things and 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 you know the the entities that 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 you know we are engaged with for example parliament and the union buildings and and whether it be you know a town hall that is that is that is dilapidated and whatever how much of a political will do you think is is engaged in some of these things that we are beginning to see happen because you cannot sometimes differentiate and you cannot remove the 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 political will and the political significance of of what is going on from some of the changes and or decisions that are made how much of the political will do you give and give responsibility to for what we saw at parliament or don't you give any you know, responsibility to the political space and you clearly only see it as an administrative place and people who did not, you know, adhere to some of the policies and or responsibilities and or then, you know, uh, disciplines that they were engaged in. Do you, do you, do you, 
take the argument a little further and say, you know what, if there was political will to do some of these things, we might be, you know, we might have been ahead, we might not be where we are at the moment? Yeah, the, no, you are correct. Uh, I think I agree with you. Mm. But the challenge with um, the politicians sometimes, they rely on the advices of the, of the same uh, management of parliament. Uh, sometimes they over-rely on them. They take whatever that they are told. If if management of parliament says everything is fine in terms of security, mm. everything is fine, you are safe, then they take that as, mm. a, as, a, as a gospel truth. You recall that um, uh, when parliament was banned, there was a lot of, uh, of, uh, of um, uh, confrontations between us mm. and also the presiding officers. Mm. I think in one instance, um, the, one of the presiding officers went on television lambasting the union, mm. saying, no, we're lying, what we're saying. I saw up that. Until mm. we, yes, up until we said, no, we do have evidence. And if you don't withdraw or we don't engage us, we'll call our own media briefing so that we submit the evidence to back up you know, our argument that mm. parliament management was responsible for that. Mm. So but because they rely on the advices of the same people that are, you know, some of them are not competent. So we, 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 we also perhaps were hopeful that um, after this, even politicians themselves, mm. they, will, they, will, they will learn to listen to everyone without taking sides. Uh, because, as I said, everything we do, we do to help parliament mm. to function better. But I think they will also learn to understand that in terms of the administration that they have, there are gaps they might not have the necessary capacity that will help them to to understand the situation as it is without being lied to. Uh, because sometimes people submit very, very, uh, you know, uh, decorated reports that are not are not truthful mm. to the politicians, to mislead politicians. So one politicians as well to, uh, you know, to go a step further, to also listen to the other side, to mm. dig deep, in terms of those reports, instead of taking them as they are, mm. because sometimes they might not assess. People will just submit reports uh, to look good in front of the politicians without mm. diverging and telling them the truth that they might not be interested in. Sure, I asked I asked the question, Stembi, so because you know, and and I'll make a I'll make a uh, 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 an example of why I've particularly asked that question, and and you say. The politicians to you know would rely on advisors, and of course that is sometimes what happens, and 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 sometimes you know those advisors uh, that come are not competent, and and some of those reports are are geared to make someone look good, and sometimes don't 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 speak to the truth, and sometimes the politicians sometimes have influences in those appoint, appointment processes, and who needs to be in those particular you know areas. I'm not gullible to suggest that you know that does not happen. I would be, I would be, you know, ignorant to the fact that, you know, there is an understanding that some of those things do particularly happen, and that politicians do, you know, uh, cross over into that particular space. But let me ask you this, and why I've asked that question: Do you think politicians have an understanding that when me and you vote, that in essence we we give them the levers to government and we give them the levers to authority and we give them the levers to decision making you know arrangements on our behalf and to the behest and to the betterment of our behalf but also in that particular aspect when we give them all of those administrative decision making components 
We, all de- we also en- en- engage them and ensure to them particular assets, those assets being parliament, the union buildings, the vehicles that they drive, the particular buildings they occupy, you know, the, the computers that they have. In essence, we give them those particular assets as citizens of the country because, in essence, they belong to the citizens of the country. Do you think that there is an understanding from a political environment to have an understanding that, yes, there are five officials who are to blame and ultimately need to, you know, either see their their day in court or whatever, but but there is also political accountability and political, you know, Uh, uh, responsibility that says we were entrusted with, in essence, parliament and under our watch and under our guidance and under some of our decisions and our appointments and under our engagement, we don't have parliament anymore. And like you pointed out and said, it's an embarrassment. And, you know, it's the first that you hear of a parliamentary building, you know, burning up like, like, like this. Do you think that there's a political acknowledgement of of the role that they played and responsibility that they have towards the assets of South Africa in relation to me and you who have put those assets in their hands and then those assets then to be responsibly managed and to prevent the kind of fires we've just seen? Yeah, looking at their position, if I will talk about the presiding officers, for instance, yeah. they are seniors, um, even in their political organization, mm. they are seniors. So one will expect that they do have that particular understanding. Mm. Uh, it will be a pit and tragedy if they don't have that understanding, but I believe they do have that understanding. Mm. I think the challenge is, is you know, is over-reliance. On the, on the advice mm, mm. Uh, without, you know, that understanding on their side to say, uh, in fact, they need to look deeper uh, to satisfy themselves in terms of whatever advice that they, you know, they are getting from the those particular officials. Mm. And uh, because perhaps maybe they might have taken for granted as well to say, no, but it has never happened. So no one thought really that we could encounter this particular situation in Parliament. We mm. always thought that uh, everything was fine mm. up until you know we're proving wrong. We're proven wrong. So uh, if if they did not take it serious, we believe that from now onwards mm. they will take it serious. As you said, they are managing uh, mm. or they are in charge of these particular institutions Absolutely. and the, the government uh, arms of the state on behalf of the South African. Mm. Population. So, if they don't have they don't have that understanding, then they must begin to have it. But I believe they do have it because of their seniority. Mm. They must understand. But I think uh, we must shift the key uh, mm. in going forward to ensure that we don't encounter the same situation. Sure. Stimbi Sotemba, thank you so much for coming on to Power Perspective, Brut. Uh, thank you so much for the conversation. And, and of course, we wait, we wait and, and, and see where the report goes and how those people, you know, and who gets, gets charged and how many people get charged. And I'm sure me and you will be having this conversation on a different day as well as to how those developments then begin to happen. Thank you so much, Brut, for coming on to Power Perspective tonight. Thank you so much, Desiree. Thank you so much to the multitude of uh, PowerFM listeners for listening to me. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's Timbi Sotemba, of course. Uh, Nehau Branch Chairperson. 
You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.